0: This is a Lip Media Podcast.
1: Hey chickens, it's part two of the cyber finale of season 12, The Haunting of the Villa Diodati. Oh my god, we ended on a duel. Are you ready for a duel? Hey chickens, Uh, so Dr. Polidori uh, has challenged Ryan to a duel, uh, and Graham's like, you're not dueling anyone, mate. Um, He calls out to the valet, you'll be my second, and the campus butler of all time just rolls his eyes once again like... Oh, God, this again. Uh, anyway, um, he's just—he's like, I'm going to go and get my gun. I'm getting my gun so I can have a duel. Uh, opens the door and the skeleton hand comes in. Man grabs Ryan by the throat. <laughs> um, they screech for the doctor, of course. She comes in, wrenches it off him and throws it. And old mate, roll Valet, gives it one swift smack with the serving tray. Smashes to pieces. Beautiful moment. I loved it. Um, so then the Doctor licks the powder <laughs> that's left after the smashed up skeleton <laughs> with her hands in pieces. And she's like, mm, tastes so like 14th century. And then Byron's like, I have to confess, I have a skeleton in my chamber. Oh, mate. Really? Uh, here's a bunch of war relics, apparently. Uh, and the Doctor puts on his Waterloo helmet. She's like, oh, I love a plume. Uh- <laughs> There's a they're like look in the box. he's got like this skeleton in a box. He opens up the box and like, oh the hand's missing. No, both hands are missing. There's another one creeping about. Ah. Um Mary says that when the weather turned was when Shelley started having his visions. Uh so she's presuming he's retired to their chalet to uh write his write his, you know, visions out into his weird... Shelley wrote some some very strange hallucinatory weirdness um, bless him uh, so meanwhile Graham is looking after Dr. Polidori who's having a snore and Graham's reading a book and the uh, the woman and child who were hiding behind doors when he was going up and downstairs before just turn up with a plate of food and he's like oh awesome because uh, you know how much Graham misses out on Asani. Uh, <laughs> so uh like mary's like okay we'll go and see Shelley out at the chalet so she and ryan and yaz uh try to leave and they get stuck in this weird upstairs downstairs loop where they go downstairs and then they appear at the top of the stairs again um the doctor's freaking out she's like well the house won't let me think so i've got to get out so she leaves the room and ends up back in the room uh Yaz and Ryan and Mary are on their seventh go down the stairs and they see a ghostly cloaked figure appear in the doorway. And Ryan freaks out because Yaz's elbow touched him. (laughs) Meanwhile, Mary goes and gets her crying baby. Uh, Well, she goes to get it but she turns up back at the bottom of the stairs again and she's like, oh my God, the baby. Um, The maid, thankfully, uh, is with the baby. Uh, She goes into the baby's room. The nursery, I believe it's called, in these big old houses. Um, (laughs) The windows are open, curtains are blowing and outside she sees a glowing figure. (gasps) Glowing figure. Uh, Dr. Polidori has just popped up and started sleepwalking around the room. Graham is not okay with it. Uh, And he walks right through the wall okay weirdness Uh, meanwhile the doctor is frustrated uh, that she keeps turning up in the same room every time she leaves Graham uh, goes to tell the doctor about Dr Polidori uh, and comes back into the same room he left and then he sees the woman and child again the one who brought in the sandwiches Um, so they all start yelling at each other throughout the building like they can hear each other if they screech uh, you know, like when you're a kid and you'd say, Mom, so and so's on the phone. And she's like, Come and tell me. <laughs> Maybe that was just my my mother, because <laughs> the phone was bolted to the wall when I was a little kid. You like you couldn't take it around with you. Like it was there's none of this mobile phone business, um, and it was a dial thing. Like it took took about seven hours to dial a number. That's so why I always thought triple zero was a weird number to have for an emergency, because by the time you got through that third zero, you could have been stabbed and murdered about forty two times. Anyway. That was my concern as a child. What a, what a cheerful little kid I was. I'm going to get stabbed and murdered while I'm in the middle of the third dial of triple zero. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I probably was watching too much Doctor Who as a child. I was very scared by the whole thing. Um, anyway, uh, they're all yelling at each other all over the house. And then the wind blows and blows out all of the candles and the fire. Uh, so the doctor starts talking to Graham through the fireplace. He tells her that Dr. Polidori walked through the wall, and that's when Dr. Polidori walks into the room where they are, again, through the wall. Uh, Byron is terrified by this, so hides behind Miss Claremont. (laughs) The doctor is uh, sonicking (laughs) Polidori and, like, checking him out, and uh, while she's investigating him, uh, Byron finds it a little bit exciting. So, he cracks onto her, which she rebuffs. She's like, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, she puts her hand into the wall that Polidori came out of, and it, like, goes right into there. So, meanwhile, um, so, she yell- yells that out to everyone, like, you know, you just think you're seeing what you're seeing, and what you're seeing is not what's there. So, Mary Shelley closes her eyes, feels forward and finds the door handle and goes through into a corridor. And she's like, oh, we should be in the baby's room, but we're not. So she goes to open a door that isn't there, which then is there. Um, but in the baby's room, baby is gone. The skeleton hand and a skull in the crib. It's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> that's when uh, Dr. Polidori wakes up. Um, so the doctor leads them all. To the door, uh, which she manages to open the door to outside. And then as she goes outside, she walks into a wall, (laughs) which looks a bit embarrassing. Um, So then we've cut to a scene where the skull from the baby's crib and the hand... Uh, in like bell jars and they're wriggling around and it's quite revolting. Um, the doctor says this whole house has been turned into a panic room. And apparently there was no summer this this summer. Like it was raining and miserable the whole time. Uh, they Was it because of Krakatoa? Was that what she said? Anyway, there was no summer. And she's like, maybe something came through to this time and it's kind of... You know, mess things up, and so she. They look outside, and there's a glowing figure, which is the one that Shelley saw, obviously. Uh, and she says it's a traveler moving through time, and then it appears in the hallway. It's a busted Cyberman, like bits of different Cyberman designs, and his half his face is missing, but he sees like humanoid face underneath. Uh, the Doctor barricades the door. And then explains to everyone what a Cyberman is um, and says that it's made out of bits and pieces. A bit like Frankenstein's monster. I think she's giving things away. Um, Graham and Yaz say, remind the Doctor that Captain Jack told them in the last episode for us, (laughs) but, you know, three or four episodes earlier in the show, uh, that, you know, she can't give the lone Cyberman what it wants. Uh, the Cyberman tries to get his gun working it doesn't so he just starts smashing the walls with his arm good on you mate uh, so the Doctor goes out alone uh, and she's it's one of these great Jodie Whittaker scenes where she's just like you know I've lost too many people to Cybermen don't follow me I can't lose anyone else and you're like oh oh this is you know she's she's been there before several times um, the Cyberman attacks the Valet and throws him on the floor no I loved him Oh, don't throw the eye-rolling valet on the floor. Uh, And then we hear the baby crying and the Cyberman's creeping around looking for the baby. The maid is hiding in a box of some description um, and trying to keep the baby quiet, but it's crying. And the Cyberman wrenches open the box and kills the maid and then picks up the baby, which has stopped crying because it feels like it's being nurtured by a cyber fiend. Um... uh, then the sideman, I don't know what he's done with the baby, but he just starts smashing the office. Just smashing it. And there, hiding in the background, just waiting, is the doctor. And she's like, tell me what you want. Oh, my God. Uh, and then he tries to shoot at her, but his gun doesn't fire. And she's like, oh, a bit embarrassing. <laughs> and she's like the time hop took up too much of your energy and he's looking for the guardian all right we'll find out what the guardian is in the next episode oh my god this is exciting hold up